I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want to tell you it's going to be a week without us talking about Activision Blizzard. But how about instead we just talk about it at the end of the news cycle? Moving it around, trying to fool you. Keep you on your toes. That's all I have. All right, it was a good episode. Talk to All you guys right. later. Yep. Uh, this has been the uh, Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary for uh, or anything else that might pique our interest. See you next time. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. All right, yeah. Anything we need to derail from immediately, or should I get into things that you should spend your money on? Um, I mean, I don't have anything to derail us. Um, My boy, Akon won. Yeah, that's whack. I don't know how I feel about that. Esteban! I don't like him, which bothers me. I mean, the funny thing is I just agreed to uh, the two teams years ago that I did. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Renault got bought out. Renault became Alpine. Yeah, so. Which makes sense because that's Renault's sports car brand right but it just became alpine so now i'm an alpine and yeah. alfa romeo fan and alfa romeo well sad days yeah forever, um, forever the struggle of a alpha fan and i have a winner yeah never again but I, hey i got a winner yeah i mean you never know i got uh, one it took a few weird conditions to get there took one of the weirder restarts of lewis alone and george uh george russell crying at the end of the race was interesting almost, he almost had it he, he did i mean he really did he had it. Well, did they? So Seb got DQ'd. By the way, F one talk real yep. quick. Sorry, Seb got DQ'd, which moved him into points. Yeah, and I think they're going through the appeal process now. So I don't know what the I have no idea resolution is going to be on that. I don't know the whole ra- the whole race is a mess. It is. The other All exciting right. thing in racing race thing. one red flag. All right, never mind. Yeah, yeah, it's. Formula One's been doing that a lot recently, like the crashing and then the red flag and restart. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help when rain, 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 stop. Okay, let's restart. Uh, by the way, we're all going to change our tires. Yep. <laughs> Except for Lewis. I think uh, Roman Grosjean is doing his first oval this weekend. I think it's this weekend. Interesting. In IndyCar. Um, see how that goes, and then he'll probably be... Next year, next season, he'll be he'll do the whole schedule. So he'll do road courses and ovals. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the new new 
the new New York Yankees are doing fantastic. Yeah, the Just new to keep the sports stock going. The new look New York Yankees. The new Anthony Rizzo, Joey Gallo, Andrew Haney. Not so much yet. <laughs> Show. We can we can only hope. Yeah, Haney got a little slapped around his first game. Yeah, yeah. Pitches again this weekend though. That was painful to I watch. Think, is he pitching? Might be pitching tonight. Mm. He's either tonight or tomorrow. I don't I think know. Think he's tonight because Cortez was last night. They are in the tenth inning right now. Might That's, be eleventh inning now. Ooh. Because uh, I'm not sure how that. Uh, let's see here. Not that it's related to us, but uh, while he looks that up, uh, Jim, uh, John Boy and Jake update. They were on uh, W Fan or WFAN. I don't know how they say it. Radio today. They were filling in for uh, Moose who was off, so they were there for 10 to 2. I don't listen to the radio anymore. There's good reasons. Uh, it was fun listening to them just tell stories, You know, even if I've heard them before. They're just an enjoyable people. They would have a great radio show, and there's a reason they do have a great radio show. But uh, holy hell, the amount of ads that get played on radio. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and it's the top of the 11th, 2-2. Two two. All right, so a much better outing from him then. If it was him, um, can you see the pitching stats? Just if his name is there. I am just seeing Abreu. Is that how you say his name? Abreu. Yeah. Albert. Did he start? Albert Abreu, which he can't still be pitching. Well, unless they threw him in because they're just like YOLO at this point. Yeah, that's Yankees tend to do that. I don't know, I'm not from it. This like Hold on. Oh. MLB app is a like I'll tell you in a second. Stay tuned for game releases. Oh, they tied it in the bottom of the tenth. Interesting. Yeah. Um Um Abreu is currently pitching. Or well, not currently pitching. Oh no no, currently pitching. They're in the top of the eleventh. Uh, you guys must be loving this content. Let me tell you. Hell yeah! No bullpen game. Okay, so he must be tomorrow. Wandy Peralta to Writings to Rodriguez to Holmes to Lucky to Lasagna Britain Green <laughs> Lasagna Johnny Lasagna. Uh, all right, well, uh, back to gaming content. New releases. Here we go. Number one, Hunter's Arena Hunter's Arena Legends. What the hell? For PlayStation. Lemnisgate for PC, PS, PlayStation, and Xbox is. Lemnisgate. We've talked about that before. Hot take. Uh, number three. Lambus spread. What? Lambus spread. That's a different thing. Get out of here. Nerd. Number three, Rocket Rumble for the PC. Number four, the Falconeer Warrior Edition and the Falconeer Edge of the World DLC for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Have you ever seen the Rocketeer? No. Okay. Number six, Starmancer for the PC. And that is it. Yay. And I will also start us into the news. Oh, okay. Game list wasn't long, so I got win still. We're good. Oh. All right. When the game list is like 18 or 20, I'm kind of I'm, I'm dead at the end of it. I, gotta, I need a minute to recover. I feel like we're not going to have a lot of those days. Oh, for... well, we might. 
we're starting to we're thinking about it. We're starting to spin back up. Like mid August is kind yeah, of the turnaround. But a lot but of stuff. There's also a lot of things got delayed. Yeah. 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 Halo Infinite. Uh number one. Game delay support group update. Speak of the devils. Ooh, I like we have a support <laughs> group. I do like that. Yeah. I like and that. speaking of devils. Oh yeah. Ooh, hey, look at that. I'm segueing all over the place. Diablo Immortal has been officially delayed by Blizzard. The mobile adaption of the Diablo franchise is now targeting a global launch in the first half of twenty twenty two, with the developers eager to quote substantially improve the game. Uh, spoiler I, alert, my first take is what the fuck was this game not out? <laughs> I feel that we are going to see a lot of game delays from Blizzard. What? In the coming months. Why would you think that? <laughs> I honestly, like, legitimately, I think the reasoning is like, oh, so you have your shift in leadership. Well, well there's kind of spoilers here. Uh, shift in leadership. Yep. And I feel like they're going to be more upfront about where things are. I I think to an extent there's that. I Instead also... of the whole like Blizzard norm of like, we're not going to tell you and we're just going to give it to you when it's ready. Yeah. Which it's... is fine either way. I don't really care either way. But... Yeah, it doesn't truly impact me. There's a lot to play, so whatever. Next in the game... Delay support group. Evil Dead, the game, was pushed from this year to February of 2022. Apparently, the extra time will be used for polish and to create a single-player experience. Uh, For any of you investors keeping track at home, so far we haven't left fiscal year in any of these delays. We are now getting to the fun part where we're going to push up to the edge of fiscal year ending. Uh, Uh, This one is interesting. You're going to delay a game for a few months, four months, maybe? Yep. To add in single player. Yes. Because so I'm it's, assuming... It's an easy switch. Easy add. Yeah, right? You know, it would never cause a problem. It's going to be a shit show. I mean, I'm assuming they're, like, shoehorning an AI in. It's one of those two where you're like, man, that would have been such a good Halloween launch. Yeah. It's easy money. Easy money on Halloween launch. Uh, the third one for the support group is PVE survival game Icarus was delayed from August 11th to November. A little bit of a late announcement on that one, seeing how August 11th is for all you calendar nerds next week. Yeah. And potentially the most entertaining of them all for me, Amazon Games has delayed New World for the fourth time. The release date has moved from August 31st to September 28th. The extra time will be used to, quote, smash bugs, improve stability, and polish the game, end quote. Uh, that also moved it out of my try window, probably. I suspect that's going to be the same case for me because uh, August 31st would have been perfect. Yes. That would have been, I know, for me, it would have been perfect if, so say, it's in theoretically. My, it's in my ramp-up time. Uh, theoretically... Baby is on time. We would be getting back from the hospital around that time. And you maybe have the thirtieth. Perfect time sink. And you know, a baby, baby right out of the hospital, right out of the womb. Not very active. Saying what? 
just laying there sleeping most of the time. Easy being to fed. Easy to keep alive doing doing neural, yeah. new world. So, it's a new world. It's a new world. Exactly. It works. Together. It all makes out. Then they delay it. Now we're we're you know a month deep into into, into baby newborn time. Yeah, stuff. That's different situation. Much different. Pivots very fast. Video games probably not going to be top priority. Sleeping perhaps top priority will pro- more than likely be the top priority for sure. Uh, part of the issue uh, in in this non baby land over here, mm-hmm. uh, I get to go from. August 31st, hey, kind of dabbling in some stuff, like, all right, maybe a little Madden, some other things, kind of still doing wow, just chilling. Yeah. End of September, and it's like, well, Far Cry's out in a week, uh, in a mo- in the end of, in I wanted to put, in theory, a month into New World. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, casually a month, not like a month in terms of actual slash played hours, but like... Yeah, get home, play for a bit. Probably for a typical MMO, you'd want to give it a month to like know whether or not you enjoyed it. I, I think that's fair, right? Yeah, I would say so. Um, which would have put me at the end of September and been done and, and moving on. But now that would technically try to put me at the end of October, which sees me playing Far Cry mm-hmm. and Battlefield and horizon in the beginning of november and like there's just a lot of other things i'm looking at mm-hmm. that which i would much rather sink my time in than this theoretically that might work out in your favor because you miss the early adopter window yeah and you get to see yeah you well there's there's two how the cards fall it's a double-edged sword kind of for a uh, game like that where like uh the high-end the end content, I guess, is in theory most is ninety five percent PvP. Mm-hmm. Where, okay, cool. I I enjoy the let's go with everyone and get to the end times. Mm-hmm. Not, hey, everybody's now ahead of me, and if I don't have a choice to participate in not world PvP, yeah, it might take me literally just longer to get there. Uh, or you show up to the game a month late, right? And it's an MMO, and you're like how do I get as powerful as everybody else that's been playing it for that long? Like part of it is, yeah, you probably can't, but how can I at least start to like, you know, get closer or whatever, or am I just forever a month behind? Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of thrown, um, a little bit by, I mean, I wasn't, I was kind of, I don't want to say shocked, but I was surprised by the, the, the delay. Uh, we kind of talked about a little bit, um in our little snapchat group but i didn't i didn't see any really negative criticism about the game and i didn't really see anyone complaining a ton about stability issues or bugs and my thought would be that they would want to ride out the hype that they and the marketing money that they spent and get the game out sooner if there wasn't big issues yeah and i'm wondering if it was more like back-end things Okay. Server stability and mm. just wanting to seeing how big the beta had tried to be. Yeah. I still never got my invite even for just signing up. So knowing how big it was potentially going to be, are they trying to just find a way that they can stand up a ton of servers to not have a garbage launch in time? And maybe I mean some, I some other stuff. But if it wasn't Amazon Games, I would I would right. also think be, that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but because it's Amazon, and they have all of AWS to do what they want with. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, part of me also, I can see maybe balancing stuff, but like balancing, sure. Uh, from my understanding, they also don't have swimming, and there was I didn't see anybody like complaining bug wise, but the majority of people that would have that I would have been that I would have been seeing stuff from was streamers doing it. And from the understanding is streamers got a bag. Yeah. So uh, that that is a, a bag is a term that you would put on one with money in it. Uh, so in theory, they got paid. Yeah, it's not going to shit on. So there's they can only shit on probably to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, hey, we'd love to see these things, but also like, I'm sure there's not a way that they could go like, this is actually bullshit that I had to deal with this issue or this issue or this issue. Um, at least the ones that did get the bag. But I, I mean, it's whatever. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, it... I was actually surprised by. I watched a few videos and streamers play it. Uh, yeah, we did. <laughs> prom uh, crafting very prominent. Yes, that's really cool. That's a that's a BDO staple. And um, not to like randomly compare things, but no, well, it works. Uh, BDO is its best equivalent of and PVP didn't look terrible because it was like kind of like you know uh, what's a good way to put it It yeah it it was simple yeah it's like simple and it's not like you can suck and still have fun doing it yeah Uh, chivalry yeah yeah bang on right there with that one Uh, it's not like dueling it's it's like chivalry just Stupid chaos. Yep. Win by so. numbers, not by skill. Yeah. Or luck or yeah. whatever. Small strategy. All right. Anything else? Were you, you watching that before I snapped you? Yes. Nice. It's, so this has happened a few times. <laughs> um, We're talking about a specific streamer, by the way. The old Limit Max. It's happened a few times where, like, you've Snapchatted me and... Like, Max was weird because, and it's happened, this is what I'm referring to when I said it's happened a few times. I was turning him on. I was literally downloading the Twitch app to my my TV and turning him on to watch because I saw that he was streaming it, and Ah. then you Snapchat me. And it happened on another thing, and I can't remember what it was, where, like, you were, like, you Snapchat me something or you mentioned something that you were, like, looking at or doing, and I was... I was doing the same exact thing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like Again, I control the simulation. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird, weird things. Well, I mean, there was the W fan thing today for the radio. Yep. Uh, then, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of what the other thing might have been. I don't know. It was something like just silly or something. I think, I don't know. It was, it might have been like, the computer chair thing or something like oh, you're like oh, I ordered yeah, a computer maybe. chair and I, I was like it. looking at them at the time yeah, 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 or something. You said like, like nice. Which one did you order? Yeah, there's just some weird like weird like uh, coincidences going on. Wait till I wait till what I do to you next week. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, any more New World? No. Right. Right. Uh, at this point, it's just you know. Yeah. Wait till it comes out. See yep. what happens. Or you know see if it suffers crucible's fate yeah i think it i i think this one will be fine i'll be curious to see it's three month and six month 
to uh, Windows. Yeah, it's player count drop off, and um, I think Endgame is going to be a big problem because you got to go three months. There's a small rule for MMOs: you can't call them dead in a month. You got to go three month, six month, one year windows, and see where everybody kind of stands at those three points, and you'll have a rough idea. Yeah. Um. All right, number two. Embracer Group has announced the acquisition of eight studios for approximately $313 million. An additional consideration of up to $232 million will be paid if the studios meet agreed milestones over a period of up to eight years. The studios acquired are Crazy Labs, Ghost Ship Games, Easy Trigger, Force Field, Digix Art, Slipgate Ironworks, 3D Realms, and Grimfrost. I only know of one of these. Yep. Yep. Be Pretty interesting sure. to see. They're yeah. just building a building an arsenal over there. Just buying shit. And these, these are all over the world, by the way. We got one from Israel, three from Denmark, Sweden, the Netherlands, France, uh, two from Sweden. So there. Yeah. Doing their thing. Always, always fun to see Embracer Group flopping, flopping the money dick around. Yeah, five hundred. They seem to a like potential five hundred forty-five million dollars. Yeah, which I think they had. Um, last time we heard from Embracer Group, they had really close to a billion dollars that they wanted to spend on yeah, buying about, buying about, shit about halfway through. <laughs> so they just chewed through half of it. Um. And we'll see what else they get. <laughs> see who's left standing at the end. Uh, now for disappointment. Number three. Steve Gaynor, co-founder of Gone Home developer Fulbright, is no longer the lead on the studio's next title, Open Roads. Following complaints about his leadership and treatment of women, he still works on the upcoming narrative game, but with no day-to-day interaction with the team. Instead, the title's publisher, Annapurna Interactive, is acting as a mediator between Gaynor and the studio. The decision follows a series of ongoing complaints against Gaynor and his behavior, which Polygon reports has led to the departure of 15 employees since work on Open Road started in 2019, 10 of which were women. So 10 of 15. A studio representative told Polygon that Annapurna Interactive is, quote, Aware of the situation at Fulbright and has been instrumental at helping the Open Roads team make changes to its structure. End quote. It's a trend in the industry right now. Get these pieces of shit out of companies. And I just mean companies, literally every one of them. Nice. Interesting approach on this one, I think. Get rid of the shitheads and put them all on Shithead Island. Yeah. Australia. Interesting that Annapurna stepped in and was like, we're going to split you two up. We're going to let you do your thing. You, we're going to milk all we can out of you, and then we're going to kick you to the curb, but you got to do it by yourself over here in the corner. (laughs) And you guys over here, you make your own new structure, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) You watch. The, The bad people can't hurt you anymore. (laughs) <laughs> you just see like the bad person take one step and then you see the, the Annapurna Interactive just stand in front of them and just like, punch nah, them nah, back nah. into the corner and go, <laughs> nah, 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 where do you think you're going? No, no, this is your corner. 
You see these red lines I drew on the floor? You're not allowed to leave them. If you even think about leaving them, that sniper over there shoots you. There you go. It's a way to do it. All righty. Number four. Uh, pre-orders for the new handheld console Playdate opened on July 29th with over 20,000 consoles sold in less than 20 minutes, as confirmed by maker Panic. Uh, once those had sold out, the company continued to take orders for 2022. Units made for next year will be adjusted to meet the, de- to meet the demand set by the pre-orders, according to the company. Uh, Panic is also set to release a free CD uh, SDK. <laughs> Went full stupid. Uh, that will this. enable more developers to make games for the play date. Uh, it's scheduled to release as the first batch of consoles are shipped. The games will be distributed in waves as part of Playdate seasons. Uh, users will receive a free new title every week for 12 weeks during season one. I don't, uh, I'm just interested, in... I'm just, uh, interested to see how everything is received. Yeah, I'm surprised by the... Um, so are we going to flood the handheld market now? I'm surprised by the reception already of the massive amount of pre-orders. Is this the one that looks like an old Game Boy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I believe has been around before with like people clamoring for things similar to it and whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is just going to be the old... Uh... Yeah, it's kind of whacked me. Like Looking at it, I don't... I don't get I don't get it. It's it's they want that old that old feel, man. Cat's tiny though. Yeah. Because it's meant to fit in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad tiny. It's like, oh, I just want to kinda pop it out and play with it. I mean I, I guess I could get the allure of it. It's just uh it's, it's not for us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's 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 like the biggest kick that as industry and tech continues to go on, I We've talked about this before, but we have, we get to have the moments where we look at it and go, not for me. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I get it. I aged out of that. Like, yeah. Not not even aged out. We don't live where that would be useful. The other thing is... Because um, where, where are you? Home, work. Yeah. Home, work. Same reason why I don't have a Steam Deck. Didn't pre-order a Steam Deck. Yeah. I have a Switch for like the little bit of traveling I do, and it's hooked yeah. up to my other A little TV. bit different in a situation, though. But also, yeah. Nintendo. That's your only option. It's, that's yeah, your, it's only your only gateway to Nintendo. Yeah. And I, it's like, yep, cool. But I also, like, I only take it with me if I'm traveling on, like, a flight or something. Yeah. And if you had... I don't take it If for, you had like, to choose between a Nintendo handheld or a Nintendo at-home console... I would take a Nintendo at-home console. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have like my commute is me driving. I can't play a game at the same time. What do I own a Tesla? Uh, I think some people try. <laughs> Might be evidence so, of the crash I saw yesterday. Uh, I was that was one of the things I wanted to mention on the way up here. Is you were on, playing on the drive games? up here? I think ninety percent of the people I passed were not paying attention to the road. Oh like, no, I they were. I, uh, I 110% believe that, especially on the road that you're discussing, people, because it's just a straight shot that you can see for literally when you come around the corner and when mm-hmm. you go up the hill, straight shot to the other side, and people are like, perfect time for me to check my phone. There's never been a deer on the road. And then it's just like, right, well, there I they passed are. the guy on the way up 
when it was multiple lanes. Yeah. Because I was behind him, and he was, like, going faster than me. So I was, like, whatever, stayed in the, the right lane. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he slows down. Yep. So I got over, passed him, and I look over as I'm passing him, and his head was, like, yeah. buried down. Yeah, like, no, my phone's not between my legs. Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's just, I, it's I insane. Always, I always love the the way people like try to check their phone but make it look like they're not checking their phone if like if a cop was to glance in the window yeah like if they were just happen to go past a cop that was sitting there and they're like no i'm clearly not on my phone as your head is yeah you're you're talking into your chest because you're looking down at your phone like what yeah do you think that uh, you are (laughs) it's the equivalent of the uh the drax you know i stand perfectly still so much so that I fade into the background. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, you're not stealth. We can see you. Uh, so, yeah, Matt's lesson of the week is um, please pay attention to your driving. You are controlling a three to 4,000 pound vehicle and um, use your blinkers. And almost more importantly, you're barely controlling that vehicle. That thing is controlling you. Yeah. And holds your life in its hands. And the ones around you. Number five, Belong Gaming Arenas will be opening its first gaming arena in the U.S. on August 6th. That is today. Yankees won. Go Yankees. That means it's walk-off. We got to see if we get a double double water bottle celebration. Uh, Brett Gardner. Hey, he was the one that tied it in, or no, he was the one that scored the run, I believe, in the, uh, yeah, Stanton single, uh, so well, he scored the run in the 10th. Gardner hit, Gallows got came through for the run. Nice. Hopefully we get the water bottle treatment. We will need to follow up with John Boy that. for the check. Gary Sanchez, you are the double water bottle man. Please do it. Nah, anyway, continuing from the story I was reading, where did it go? Belong Gaming Arenas will be opening its first gaming arena in the U.S. on August 6th, or today. It will be located at the Pearland Town Center in Pearland, a suburb of Houston, Texas. The 4,800-square-foot location will feature 48 gaming stations. So you get one every 1,000 square feet. <laughs> or sorry, one every 100 square feet. How did you mention it? There's got to be like a stage or something. I'm assuming, right? Nope, just 100 square feet, and that's in the <laughs> middle of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and include access to new generation consoles, aka current for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Belong, which is apparently the company name, plans to launch 300 gaming centers across the U.S. within the next five years, with facilities to open in the coming months in Dallas, Columbus, Ohio, Chicago, and Nashville. The new location will also be partnering with the Hudson Outlaws, Houston Outlaws, actually, because I can't read, uh, the Overwatch League team representing Houston. This new Belong Arena joins a network of 25 centers across the UK. Kind of cool. Yeah. Be interested to see them not pop up in massive city centers. Yeah. And I say massive city centers, like, instead of New York City, like, a Syracuse, or instead of Texas, like a... Irving mm-hmm. or a uh, Waco still cities, but not as yeah, not mega cities. Yeah. 
I'm curious. I'm curious to see if they succeed. I mean, I'm curious I to see what they look like. I guess I could look at what one of the 25 in the UK look like. That's true. Like a, a couple years ago, we weren't. I feel like we weren't at a place where they, they would be sustainable. But now, I think we might be there. So, hundred square feet is just a ten by ten room, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably ten feet, right? Uh, it's not exactly ten feet. And this is probably like twelve. This is six. I don't think that's twenty five. <laughs> It's probably it's your probably, bike was just like I'm out. <laughs> it's probably I don't even know how that did that. Uh, it's probably pretty close. Yeah. So yeah, just replicate my office forty eight times. Yeah, there you go. Boom, gotcha. Uh, number six, Bungie and Ubisoft together are suing Ring One, an organization that sells cheats for online games. Uh, The suit has been filed in California and claims that the organization's products, quote, impair and destroy not only the game experience, but also plaintiffs' overall businesses and their reputation among their respective player communities, end quote. Uh, As noted by PC Gamer, Ring One sells cheats via a subscription model pertaining to several online games, including Ubisoft's Rainbow Six Siege and Bungie's Destiny 2. Users can spend 25, is that euros? I'm assuming that's euros. Um, yes, that is euros. Uh, users can spend 25 euros for Siege or 30 euros for Destiny a week uh, on a bundle of hacks that give them in-game advantages such as aimbots and configurable ESP tools to show the status of other players. Maybe don't have them pay for them. Withdraw less ire. In at least the short term, you're screwed now. But yeah, for the other people, the easier way to hide is to not have people pay for things. Yeah, but then you know they don't make money. I'm just saying, and then there's no incentive to do it. Open up a Patreon. It's <laughs> a good point. Actually, you could probably get away with that. Not really get away with it, but you get away with it for longer. Yeah, you just could, being you like, oh, I'm doing this for educational purposes you're supporting my code endeavors yeah just don't look at what the code does don't worry about it number seven psvr without parole a well-known source for psvr information revealed in in a video that sony confirmed some of the psvr2 details in a developer summit During this summit, it was said that the next-gen PSVR headset will feature Fresnel OLED screens with a 2000 by 2040 resolution per eye. Ready for some nerd shit, because here we go. HDR display and a 110-degree field of view. The PSVR 2 will also use flexible scaling resolution in addition to the foveated rendering, which, together with eye tracking, will let the headset scale resolution based on the player's view and thus reduce... The impact on performance. The headset will also use haptics to reduce motion sickness and improve immersion. According to the PSVR without parole, Sony also revealed some new details on the new controller. The new controller will feature capacitive touch sensors in addition to the haptics and adaptive triggers that have been confirmed earlier this year. That's a lot of words I just read. Uh, Yeah. Kind of glad you got stuck with that one. Uh, I would have fucking 
I didn't uh, realize I was going to just roll right through phobiated. I honestly didn't think I thought you would struggle with phobiated because like that's a like a really like deep VR term oh, right just, now. Yeah, my brain just went. Addition to yeah, that's yeah, phobiated. Yeah, all right. Just, just, you cruised right through all that shit, and I was like, all right, there you go. Also, very much like me though to just punch through it and just be coming out looking looking great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna punch through it looking great, and then there's gonna be that one guy in the audience that's like, that is not at all how that is pronounced. <laughs> but as um, long as I'm confident during it, no one will question me. Yeah. Uh, right, Stadia. Stadia. Project. So give me give me the rundown because you know more about PSVR than I do. I don't believe this. Okay, so there's that there's that aspect. I want a different aspect of you first. Okay, that's the good overview. Mm-hmm. But now I want the how does this compare to PSVR one in terms of per eye field of view? All right, so let me put this out and there. The HDR. I don't give a shit about the controller. If this came out now, it would be the best headset on the market. Okay, without a question. Which in theory, hear me out, mm-hmm. bold statement I'm about to make here, is what should be happening. Not just at like a Sony level. Currently, technically, whatever's going to come out next needs to be the best. So essentially, this would take like, there isn't a headset out right now that has taken all of the pieces and put it together. This is doing that. So like, the the foveated rendering... This this resolution resolution scaling like all like the f- the features that's supposed to make VR like work the best and cram it all into one headset and then also give you OLED screens which the market has started to move away from OLED and go to LCD again because they're cheaper and more available and the field of view, the 110 field of view, which seems to be the sweet spot. Like that's what 110 is what the um, valve index is, which seems to be the, the popular like sweet spot for not doing the fisheye thing, but also giving you the full field of view. Um, It's just hard for me to believe that they're going to come out with a headset like this, that basically takes everything and puts it all into one. Running off of PlayStation 5. Yeah. without That was the part that I left out, which I shouldn't have, is that it's a single cable, no box. So it's just a cable into the PS5, and that's it. Ooh. So. And what what would you project in a guesstimation scenario? Can't say the words that I'm not reading. In a guesstimation scenario for a price point. Original, I believe, was four hundred dollars. So, so it was either three hundred or four hundred for the original PSVR. Yeah, I think it was. I think four hundred, right? Or three ninety nine or two ninety nine? Three ninety nine, I think. Okay. I would say, what we will do though, what we think it, what we what we think it should be priced at, and what what I think it would be priced at based on all the hardware. So, like, I feel like they wouldn't, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't sell it for any more than the console price. So four ninety nine max is what I think it should be. That's what the disc PS five is right now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I think I think you have a hard time selling it to people that at, that at, crowd at more than a, people will buy it at more than that, but you can't pull a PS3 problem where yeah, people bought the PS3 at launch, but like it mm. is not a justifiable purchase to a lot of people when technically people aren't are people going to look at your VR incorrectly first mm. off and they're going to look at it as an accessory first. They're gonna say, "Well, why do I need to spend the same amount of the the same amount for the headset, which is just an accessory to the console I just spent money on?" Yeah, no, I they won't separate the two things. If this was coming out, like if if you slapped Valve Index Two on this, I wouldn't blink an eye at them being like, "It's a thousand dollars." I wouldn't even. I'd be like, "Yeah, that's fair." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. That's kind of the part that I'm blown away by with these stats is the fact that like this seems like it's true like Gen 2 VR, whereas we've had everything that's come out recently has been like 1.5. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Need, Need to tear down. Yeah. Tear down and something from Sony saying this is what we're doing. Yeah, that this is actually real. Yeah. Uh, More Sony. Number eight. Sony and developer Sucker Punch have announced that Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer mode Legends is getting some new free content and a standalone release. The standalone release will be available on September 3rd for $20 for both PS4 and PS5. That same day, a new 2v2 mode called Rivals will be introduced to Legends. There's other updates too, like a gear mastery system and a rebalancing of survival mode. 
all of this on the way for getting the uh, legendary edition and doing the upgrade. Yeah, um, Ghost getting a lot of a lot of one year. We're just over one year support. Yeah, interesting. I never tried the uh, multiplayer. Nope, neither have I. I'm not buying PlayStation Plus just for that though. So, yeah, that's a good point. But I am tempted to spend the ten dollars to do the upgrade. And, um, and see how pretty it is with the actual DLC, the island they're putting in and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not multiplayer lock. So I'm on the fence because uh, I want to play the DLC when it comes out. Uh huh. But I also want to play it on the PS5. So I I see your I see the dilemma. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm probably going to do is play it on the PS5. Uh, suck it. And the. <laughs> Between you and Dewey, I'm going to like hang myself this weekend. <laughs> or one of us. Uh, you like Dewey's flex where he's just like, ah, I got my second PS5. Oh, well, like, I like that. I like For that, no reason. I like that he's a double flexing on it. And then he's also like, he's literally dancing on your grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after we, he says it, you go through the whole thing about like, I couldn't get one, yada, yada. And then today he doubles down like, it's secured. And I'm like, are you just trying? Are you literally just pissing in his Wheaties? Uh, I was like, I poke fun when I get the chance, but I don't go out of my way to do it. I don't just randomly snap Matt a picture of my PS5 every morning. Yeah, right. But ideas. <laughs> <laughs> if I really want to annoy uh, the shit out of him, I will. So ridiculous. Um, QVC had a bundle they were selling that was... QVC, the... what year is it? Yeah, right. Um, that being said, I watched a whole bunch of QVC as a kid. Yeah. So QVC... QVC and I have a weird relationship. It's fine. Everyone has a weird relationship with QVC. Uh, micro, man. Yeah, micro. On Mother, QVC. QVC, micro. It's a I thing. think I was a kid. And it was just that was what was on. Hmm. I ordered stuff off QVC once. I was the one that got to call in. I was I was like, can I call in and order that? And they're like, so, yeah, go ahead. And so I did the whole call as little tiny me, not knowing what I was doing, and placed an order. Stuff showed up, and I went. <gasps> I was the first. It was the magic, the magic of a phone. And then I went. I'm never doing this again. This is outdated. <laughs> my uh, my first experience with like a high performance PC was a computer my grandfather ordered off QVC. Like way long time ago when i was like a little kid you know what i ordered uh something kitchen related no i had an easy bake oven in a different phase of my life okay i ordered chapstick okay now it was i don't remember what the number was 14 something different flavors it was all like the name brand ones so like cinnabon mm-hmm. or uh, Butterfinger or whatever. There was a bunch. It was like a bunch of flavor, you know, different flavors like that. That was what I wanted. Crazy. Dumb, dumb kid. All right, let me rip you through this QVC bundle real quick so I can finish this dumb story. Um, <laughs> QVC, the bundle. Here we go. Perfect. It was for a digital PS5 version. Which are you not worried about? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, okay. I originally went in wanting the digital version. Now I don't care what I get. Three months of PlayStation Plus, a jank ass looking headset, a extra controller. That's a, eighty. That's eighty dollars right there. Silicone controller cover, like one of those fifteen dollars. Yeah. A controller charger. If it's not Sony branded, 
Did you see that? That was ridiculous, right? Yeah, um, your mic tried to kill you. Mine just gave up. <laughs> some sort of like family game and services suite, which looks like just like a bunch of like garbage. Um, all I, that. I'm gonna guess the price. Go ahead. It was digital. You said. Yep. Six ninety nine. See, that would have been a fair price, and I might have paid it. Oh no. Eight ninety nine. Nine fifty. Oh. <laughs> that's that's offensive. Yeah, it is. It's... And you know, you know what the worst part is. People bought it. Oh, I'm sure they did. And that's the that's the part that's irritating me about this is all the retailers have caught on that that's how they can make the money is doing the bundles. Like GameStop Pro is a perfect example. You have to be subscribed to GameStop Pro to get access to the, the consoles being sold, but then they're only selling you bundles. Yeah. And like don't get me wrong, I don't mind bundles. I don't mind bundles either. But it's bundles like that specific QVC bundle, mm-hmm. which is not priced correctly yeah. and is offensive. Yep. The GameStop bundles are a little bit more redeeming because aren't they usually like they're two, usually two just, games? Yeah, or like and they're an, usually just straight up like you pay what every, what you'd pay for everything. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. But it's not a bundle with a markup where normally a bundle means a discount. Yeah. Also, funny enough, when I chose odds, I get this story. Here we go. Number nine. Sports Interactive, developer of Football Manager, announced it will no longer use the Manchester United name. The decision, shared via Twitter, states that Manchester United and Sega resolved their trademark dispute over the club's name to mutual satisfaction. According to... That's what I'm going to call it the next time I'm with a woman. <laughs> mutual, we preach mutual satisfaction. satisfaction. According to the dev, quote, from FM 22 onwards, the Manchester United Football Club will be named Manchester UFC or Man UFC. These name changes have been made purely to settle the dispute on a no admissions basis. I don't know what that means. Probably some legal term. No money. Maybe, yeah. Uh, The studio further explained that it and Sega do not need a license to use the club's name, but the change was made as a gesture of goodwill. I like that they almost went, you know, we really could just do whatever we want and fuck you, but like, all right, understand. I feel like it was very much like, we don't have to do this, but we also don't want to pay all the legal fees that you're going to make us pay if we go to court on this, so. Yeah, it's like, eh, it's just... uh... I mean, whatever for me, right? I'll just buy the... I'll pay Sega the extra $5 for the in-game editor and just change the name to whatever I want. Yep. Watch that happen. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. Uh, Number 10. Also, you like that dropped into a reading voice randomly now? Yeah. More clear. Mm -hmm. Concise. I've been trying to enunciate better, and also um, I have like a sore... Right where like my gums meet my lip, they're like way down that crevice. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. I don't know if people have ever experienced that. Uh, I've noticed that now that it's there, that when I chew food, food seems to migrate down towards it, and uh-huh. I'm like, "Why are you doing this?" Senses weakness. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're trying to eat me. I'll fucking hurt. I'll hurt you. I'll- make you pay for it well it's funny because so i went for when i try to enunciate i end up doing a lot of very like loud deliberate mouth moves not loud but like 
exaggerated. You, yeah, you go, you do the old, the quick brown foster, that whole thing, mm-hmm. as I just blur through the end of it. <laughs> but it's just like, no, really open your mouth and say the words. Don't just mumble through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but then also, now that I've been doing more stuff during Raid, during WoW, it's reached the point where I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how loud this is about to be for any headphoneless or any of you uh, listeners. So just like a warning, it sounds different when I do it in another mic. So it might be different here. But I just get like right here, and I'm just like, all right, let's just do this, and then we'll just go over here, and then do, and it's just all monotone. And then I just kind of reach a point where I'm like, oh, thanks for noticing me. And I'm just like, you uh, you raid lead now? Kind of. Oh my god, the next limit maximum over here. Uh, limit night kill. That is not even my name. Limit uh, Killionaire. <laughs> That's an old one. <laughs> limit. I mean, night kill is is the name of a couple of my characters, but it's not the one that I main raid on. Oh, well, you don't know the one I main raid on, so it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I keep that one hidden from you. <laughs> Tell you what, it's the Hungarian word for awesome. Okay, well, um, on that bombshell, we're going to move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Where were we? Ten. Number ten, there were a ton of investor calls this week, which we didn't cover and won't cover because they're boring. But for funsies, we'll mention something EA's CFO said. Which one's their CFO? Uh, we'll get there. Is it also Andrew Wilson? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, when asked by an investor during their financial results call about how well Codemasters and F1 2021 have done, CFO Blake Jorgensen says the game has, quote, exceeded our expectations, end quote, and that the studio has integrated well with an EA. Here's the quote. Quote, I think we don't get enough credit for this. Oh, Jesus. Uh... But EA is a bunch of people who really can work well together. And we do a great <laughs> job of working with other parts of our company. And, <laughs> and when we bring in acquisitions, we work well with them. <laughs> End quote. Why why did they hire the same people writing Blizzard's public statements? I was Why? I was going to pull up a list of all the acquisitions and say yes, which one worked. And I went to Wikipedia and Wikipedia has an article, a whole page that is a list of EA acquisitions. And they have a whole paragraph dedicated Two companies and developers that EA acquired and then immediately closed down. (laughs) And that doesn't include all the ones that they ran into the ground and then closed down. That's just the ones they bought and were like, ah, we're going to shift you here, we're going to shift you here. That studio doesn't exist anymore. I love entirely tone-deaf quotes. That was good stuff. I liked it a lot. Here we go, number 11. Jeff Strain. We're getting into the shit now. Yeah. Warning. It's about to get bad. A former Blizzard employee and co-founder of ArenaNet and State of Decay Studio Undead Labs has joined the call for unionization. 
pointing to the situation at Activision Blizzard as further proof of the need for unions in the games industry. Quote, we need unionization. Unions were started in this country to protect workers from abusive, cruel, abhorrent, unacceptable, and illegal treatment from companies. That's their entire purpose. If this week does not show us that our industry colleagues, even the most entry-level QA tester, don't know why they got to get thrown under the bus, man, uh, need true support and baseline protection, I can't imagine how much worse it will have to get, end quote. It's a nice, uh, nice sentiment. You don't often see people who are in charge of companies and developers saying, hey, let's unionize. It's a nice sentiment, but that's about where it stops. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He there was a lot more to the quote. He did go on for a while and he did specifically say that he thinks he thinks his employees should unionize as well. Yeah, which is interesting. But um, you imagine can you, just real quick. Imagine a company calling a company wide meeting and the topic is on unionization and then they get up there and they go. All right. So here's the deal. We think you should do it. And everybody in the room's just like, it's a fucking trap, man. <laughs> a trap. It's it's a weird like it's a weird double edged sword from them where they're like, you know what? No, now we're not gonna do it. Because yeah. now you want us to do it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Is that his ploy? Right. It's a reverse <laughs> psychology. You know there'd be those fucking tinfoil hat people in the room going, Hmm. Those CFOs are up to something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And a good thing I got the Sports Interactive story, so I don't have to do this one. The fun one. Uh, <laughs> number 12, the Activision Blizzard update. Part three. Yep. All right. So here we go. These this is uh, these aren't necessarily in uh, chronological order. So And we're just kind of kind of blitz through them, and then I'll, I'll start into it at the end. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard President J. Allen Brack. Brock? Brock. Brack. Brack. Left the firm after 15 years. First off, not a firm. Sorry. I couldn't even wait till the end. Not a firm. I know ever. I know all these cunts came from lawyer areas and former Wall Street and apparently high government ranking officials. Not a firm. That's a company. You stupid fucking. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, continue. Uh, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to. Left the company after 15 years to, quote, pursue new opportunities, end quote, according to Activision. Executive Vice Presidents Jen O'Neill and Mike Yabara have been appointed as co-leaders of the company. Um, do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to wait till the end? I'm, I'm just going to try to wait till the end. We'll never get through it if I keep talking. Okay. Um, Activision Blizzard's Senior VP of Global HR, Jesse uh, Meschuk. Meschuk? Meschuk. Methedchuk. Messchuk reportedly left the company earlier this week. Messchuk's uh, left a mess. Departure was reported by Bloomberg and follows criticism of the firm's, of the company's HR department as part of a lawsuit alleging harassment and sexual discrimination at Activision Blizzard. Part of the case claims that the company's HR department failed to protect its employees and address concerns raised. A new report from Axios contains several testimonies from former and current Blizzard staff and details inappropriate and unsatisfactory action from the HR department in response to complaints. Uh, a class action lawsuit has been filed against Activision Blizzard by investors right, investor rights company Rosin Law Firm on behalf of the studio's investors. The investors claim that Activision Blizzard, quote, made false 
and or misleading statements and or failed to disclose a number of things. Uh, Activision Blizzard employees sent a joint letter to CEO Bobby Kotick and leadership denouncing the company's choice for hiring law firm Wilmer Hale, which we touched on who they are last week. Uh, Activision Blizzard report their second quarter financial results this week, but started off the call by addressing the recent lawsuit the company is facing. Huge long statement, bunch of PR bullshit. Pretty interesting that they led with that for a financial results call, though. Uh, CEO Bobby uh, Kodak, Kodak, whatever the fuck we're calling him, opened the company's investor call following their financial results call with another statement. It's a long statement, but here's an interesting snippet. Quote, We will take all necessary actions to foster a culture that is supportive and welcoming for all of our employees. And we expect to be the very best example for other companies to emulate. End quote. And finally, the Overwatch League has lost a number of advertising sponsors in the wake of California's lawsuit against Activision Blizzard, as reported by the Washington Post. Coca-Cola, Kellogg, and State Farm all said that they were reevaluating their Overwatch League partnerships. The Post also noted that T-Mobile branding has disappeared from Overwatch League and Call of Duty League broadcasts, with the New York subliners using duct tape to cover the T-Mobile logo on their logo on their jerseys during last weekend's Call of Duty match. All right, I'm going to go back to front here. Uh, the sponsorship thing makes sense. Uh, it does kind of suck a little bit just for the crews that are still working on those things because it does potentially incur production changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but makes sense, obviously. You don't want to be associated with a company that has uh, sucked its own butthole like this. Uh, Bobby, we got to talk, bud. You're going to drop a line that says we will take all necessary actions to foster a culture that is supportive and welcoming for all of our employees, and we expect to be the very best example for other companies to emulate. You better fire, I don't know. Yourself and everyone else. You, after you fire the other 100 to 175 people probably you need to get rid of to fix that. Just yeet them to the moon. Uh, obviously, that's also why they opened up their call like that. Hey, this sucks, and we got to go through this part. By the way, Diablo Immortals delayed. Uh, <laughs> the old tell you one evil, so that way you don't get so mad at the other one. The the, the HR things just uh, fucking HR is terrible. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, Rosen Law Firm, on behalf of inv- on behalf of the investor guys, not surprising. Also, won't be surprised if that's not the only one that they end up getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the top of Blizzard president Jab Jalen Breck, uh, leaving the company after 15 years to pursue new opportunities, according to the Activision, like that. Uh, executive vice presidents Jen O'Neill and Mikey Barra have been appointed as co-leaders of the company. Uh, I like the idea that they are promoted as co-leaders. I, I, there's a lot of, I, I think there should be a lot of positives to take from that. But the part of the idea is, and some people that, you know, I normally side in a pessimistic world, uh, have pointed out the idea that the titles that have been under 
Bobby's reign have changed from president to CEO to co-leaders and whatever. So it just almost seems like it keeps getting slapped down as far as the title goes mm. to the point where Bobby just now they report to Bobby. Yeah. So it's like, how much can they actually do type of thing when he's still there as still being a problem? Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, Mike actually plays wow at a pretty high level mm-hmm. at a high, much higher level than I do. And it's like, oh, all right, yeah, you're actually a gamer. Like, he was playing Death's Door a little while ago, and his Twitter is really entertaining. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, I'm like, I'm I'm excited for what it could mean. But that's what it could mean. I need it to mean something good. Yeah, it's one of those, like, hope for the best, prepare for the worst things. Yeah, like, I'm not blind. You're talking to one of the most pessimistic people and on one of the technically most pessimistic podcasts that probably exist in a way. We are, well, is it really pessimism if it's always real and then it's just a realist idea? <laughs> would be a line that a douchier version of me would drop. The issue is we both know it's still festering there. They still haven't canned everyone they need to. And that part of me wonders if it's going to have to take the finishing of the lawsuit for the lawsuit to go in and actually just remove people. Yeah, I think it's definitely a situation of it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I mean that, like, all the way down the chain. Like, where more is going to come out, more, like, it's we're going to hear more terrible things. Oh, There's yeah, we... going to be game delays. There's going to be, like, things that affect the consumers we're still very much tip of the iceberg like all these stories coming out are just the beginning once this law this case starts mm-hmm. it's gonna get bad yeah i think the uh jen and and mike thing was a great first move i just what i want to see it needs to not mean it needs to mean something though yeah that's what i want to see i want to see them have real power and do substantial changes that have real consequences and effects and not just be you know not be powerless puppets because they have to report to people up above them yeah because like if you if you look at their history they seem like quality people like people you'd want in charge yeah for the record uh i'm giving mike a lot of credit but that's because it directly and it comes from a wow background for me but jen o'neill was the head of vicarious visions who did the uh who their their two most recent things were the crash bandicoot insane trilogy Mm -hmm. went great and then they did the tony hawk pro skater one and two remakes which uh spoiler alert were great yeah and vicarious vision and herself kind of their trajectory the past couple of years has been pretty fucking substantial. So, yeah, so we, two good choices on paper. Yeah. It's just, and for what, you know, on paper and what we know of them. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to have a clean turnaround. That's kind of what, what I would like to see. Like I'd love to see it, but turn around. Cause I, I made the joke, cold Turkey, uh, rip the bandaid off, whatever yeah. the other, I made the uh, the joke the other day of like the similarities between Blizzard and Bioware and like their decline, and it would be nice to see 
one of them, you know, make the turn and in all honesty, Blizzard's the more likely of the two to make that turn and return to prominence. Not that they their issues aren't on the gaming side necessarily. So yeah. All right, and now for uh, is that it? You got anything else? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm good. Let's go for things we didn't write paragraphs on. Number one, the Ascent made five million in its launch weekend. A lot of money. Uh, number two, Frank Sag- Sagnier, formerly CEO of British Racing Specialist Codemasters, has taken in on a new role as virtual reality developer and publisher. End dreams. Uh, number three, Valorant developer Riot Games will be opening a new studio in Shanghai, China. The company said that the new team will focus on developing new IPs. Probably help them with your MMO. Mm. Number four, NVIDIA's acquisition of ARM is reportedly being delayed by antitrust regulators in China. Something about that. that antitrust regulators in China. China. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the same thing immediately. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, number whatever I'm on, five. South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone signed a $900 million deal with Viacom CBS, which includes a 3D game set in the world of South Park and 14 movies and six more cycles of South Park. Maybe that means seasons, or maybe. I don't know what that man- means. Like, what cycles? Know. You know what What's I mean? movies? Good point. Uh, Is this the beginning? They specified that. That's um, straight to streaming, like Netflix style movies. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they've they've done some stuff like that. It would be uh, interesting to see them do like they did Stick of Truth, which is a three episode arc. Mm-hmm. They did the uh, superheroes, another three episode arc. Uh, it'd be funny to see those take place in the time length of because I mean that's yeah. an hour and a half, so they would be movies. They did say, um, what was the other thing? They were switching. The assumption is they're switching developers. And I don't know. There was some speculation, but that's kind of crazy. Like, I'm. Uh, would you? This seems like a lot, doesn't it, for them? In terms of what do you mean? Like, like just sheer like output. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what the you know the length of the deal is and yada yada, but they're more than capable. It's uh, oh, I fucking knew how long it was too. It's like it's a mo- obviously it's like, I think it's like, fourteen years or something. like yeah. that. and they're going to have more than enough content over fourteen years. Yeah. Um, cool though. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Whatever whatever it ends up meaning. Uh, number six, former Assassin's Creed director Eric Baptizat. You know what I said about going through confidently? Is directing the Dead Space remake. He was the game director for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the lead designer, and on Assassin's Creed Origins, Black Flag, and Unity. Was he the the game director after the other one got canned? I think so. Yeah. Because there was, yeah, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, Niantic has begun scaling back Pokemon Go's pandemic measures. Fans are mad. A petition to keep the increased Pokestop and gym distances has been signed by over 150,000 people. And I agree, it's horseshit. Because I live not in a city. Do you think they should just make it permanent? Yes. I don't get, like... What are they getting by returning it back to what it was? Uh... 
making it more drawn out. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like I don't see what's. I don't see what the advantage to, for that there's, is. There's a lot of problems. This has been a thing in the WoW community, so I'll just yeah, get, hit me with it. I'll 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 get this out real quick. There's a giant disconnect. I say WoW community, mostly the WoW dev side of it. There's a giant disconnect. I think where they like to the devs, so Niantic and and, and some of the WoW devs like to think that they'll keep people coming back if they have to keep trying to like earn things and keep doing things. Mm-hmm. When, if you just give them easy ways to do that, they're more likely to log in when they're having a fun character instead of just getting frustrated after multiple tries to get yeah. something and not getting it there. Eventually you reach a point where there people just go, I don't give a shit. I'm done. Where if you just give them the things they go, Ooh, I got the thing. I'm going to go have fun now. Yeah, it's like, uh, I guess, the argument between a fun game loop versus a drawn-out game loop where it's like... Yeah, because like, there's one stretch thing... stretch out the game loop. There's certain things that can be a grind, that are mm-hmm. okay to be a grind. Yeah. Then there's... 12 o'clock, time to burn tires. Uh, there's certain things that can be a grind, but every time they usually try to balance between what is a grind and what isn't a grind... Somehow they always screw it up. Developers as a whole, for the yeah. most part, are usually wrong. And I don't know if it's a leadership thing or who's always breaking it or you know not thinking of it from a certain perspective or whatever. But it's like, yeah, if you tried since this patch has dropped, since nine point one dropped at the end of uh, June, if you still haven't gotten the one piece you've been hunting since it was available the week after that, which is now a month ago. And you only have one chance a, a week, essentially, to get that same piece, and you've not gotten it in four weeks. At what point are you about to just go? I, you know, I don't give a shit, and just and just stop. Be yeah, like, no. I mean that was uh, we ran into that with. Well, I ran into that with Destiny when that kind of killed my me playing Destiny was I wasn't getting gear in the raids and it became it got to the point of where like that was holding me back and i said fuck it i'm out yeah so yep there's there's a point where it's like certain things are always like weirdly balanced and they always have weird reasons for it and they never they never say that it's a game Mm -hmm. you know time getting or whatever there's never a well we're not trying to draw out the player experience it's like sure you're maybe not directly like that's not the note in the code is like fuck the players like that's probably not there but it's clearly an issue so it's the same thing here it's like well all right i could actually hit pokestops from like oh i'm you know i mean i can't hit them from my house but like oh i could hit them from you know my house and it didn't require me to go wander around and do all that stuff it's like yeah, so I logged into the app every time I could, and I interacted with the app, and I was grabbing Pokestops, and I was catching Pokemon, and then it's like, all right, well, now I can't reach that Pokestop from my house. You know what? I don't give a shit then. I'll go from checking it once a day to checking it maybe once a week, if I remember. So, yeah, that's all. Just stuff like that. Uh, Anyway, it's been seven days. What have you been up to? Uh, I was going to do the the deals but i completely forgot to throw them in so that's going to be a next week thing uh but just for a heads up if you have a playstation there's new playstation plus things if you have an xbox xbox game with gold things if you like epic there's a new game every thursday 
for free. Uh, and then uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which means you get games on Twitch for free. So go check all those places out. I'll tell you what they all are next week. Bam. Uh, what have I been doing this week? Um, not much. Uh, no games, really, that I can think of. Yeah, no games. Um, watching a lot of baseball. Good man. Uh, while reading my Knights of the Republic comic book. Um, and that's really about it. Just being really tired this week. I don't know. Between like work and like the whole like baby stuff and like the cleaning, it's just like tired, constantly tired. But I was really kind of looking to the MMO, looking forward to the MMO thing. So that's kind of like I don't know, I have to find something to like gravitate towards. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, we we watched the movie, didn't we? I watched Star Trek, like the new one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's well, I mean, it. you're a purist, so. Yeah, kind of. Uh, what are you up to? What have you been doing? Uh, I've been doing what kids call the huge. Which would be um, wow, for sure, rating. Um. Yeah, the so, show, playing the show, doing the weekly yep. show content. Uh, you did mention that you were play. You played grounded with with Kenny. I did do some grounded. That is true. A uh, little football manager sprinkled in there. Or we uh, no, not yet. Okay, um, maybe, maybe tonight. this weekend. Yeah, maybe tonight. <laughs> um, what else? Put that damage on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, uh, out of the park baseball. No, haven't really, haven't really got back into that. Uh, my Yankees save in there currently sucks, and I just, I don't have the energy in it in me to fix it, or know how to fix it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beginning of the second season, after making it to the World Series in the first season, the beginning of the second season is not looking good, and I'm just like, but no, but nothing changed. <laughs> so struggle busting a little bit. Um, yeah, the show content drop and farming that out. Uh, Wow, stuff's the most interesting. We did officially kill the raid this week. Congratulations. I mean, that's what you get when you have me as a leader. Am I right, folks? Oh. No, not really. That's not actually. I did. I'm suffocating because the air is leaving the room because his head's so big. It's like a balloon. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> just, I don't know why the idea of just randomly, it's like a balloon, but just saying it like that and just randomly in a, like a McDonald's. Tree wizard. <laughs> tree wizard <laughs> he gets into his tent and then he waves goodbye to you tree wizard <laughs> so good. it's not a reference I was gonna get uh, yeah so we ended up killing the raid uh, I'm like kind of leading but not really I'm sure somebody will argue with me that I am um, but listen like I always knew that this would happen I I don't know what that means, <laughs> uh, but no, we don't ended fight up, it. Just let it happen. I don't. I still don't know. I don't know what that means either. You've said that in other situations. It's meant something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there were, I think, six of us this week from the guild. Uh, and for anybody keeping track at home, that is not enough to do the raid. Just pick up randos. So we did what we call pug people, which is the old pickup group. Um, I pugged us up to 20. Nice. So I grabbed 14 randos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we managed to kill the last four bosses that have been plaguing us. Killed seven night one, and then killed the other three the second night. I know what you're thinking, and you're correct. So that's why I did it. Uh, we'll dis- we'll discuss that another time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just let that linger. Just you know, just think about things. That's all it is. Uh, but hey, we get to say we did it. I had already done it last week because I did that with that random group. Yeah, um, he just was like, "Fuck my guild! I'm gonna bail on these bastards." <laughs> no, everybody else wanted to go on vacation, so I had to go find a way to get it done. Uh, so yeah, they got to see it and they got to actually kill it. Though we were still missing two people, so hopefully we can do it again for them next week. Um, and then eventually we're gonna start doing it heroic, I assume. But heroic's gonna be harder because you know that's the idea with heroic. Um, so yeah, there's that. It'll be fine. No Ooh. one's geared up properly. It'll be fine. <laughs> you keep saying that word. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cut my name into a tree. All right. I think that's all I got, though. I'm good. All right. Cool. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.